Hello, beautiful people. I'm super excited that you're here. Welcome to the latest episode of Your Time to Shine. I am so happy that you're here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So today we will talk about the three stages of self-love. This is such an important topic to me and I can't wait to share it with you. But before we start, I actually want to tell you about my latest training, my latest offering, which is called Love Your Body. So Love Your Body is a three-week training that is designed to help you feel good and confident in your body fast. So it is really designed to absolutely help you crush all self-doubt and negative self-talk and to help you really heal your body from the inside out. And so during the training, you will really get to know your body once again. You will learn how to listen to your body once again. You will learn how to truly take care of your body once again. And you will learn how to deeply, deeply, deeply fall in love with your body once again. So uh, what we're going to do is that we, you will have three live trainings with me. You will have mindset clearings. My clients absolutely love these. You will have support from me through our private Facebook group. You will have practical efficient exercises and self-care rituals and if you choose a VIP option you will get um, two euro you will get two 30 minutes one-on-one sessions with me if you choose the VIP option so I'm super excited about offering this these to you guys yeah, I just you know if you're struggling to release weight this is for you if you're struggling with skin issues this is for you if you're struggling with emotional or stress eating this is for you and if you're struggling in your relationship with your body in one way or another this is definitely for you and as soon as you enroll you are going to get access to a really simple practice that is going to open the doors uh, for deep healing and self-love for you guys and um, yeah, doors will close on the 13th of April at midnight EST. No exception, you guys. No exception. If you'd love to read more about the training about Love Your Body, you can click on the sales page in my bio, in the bio of this episode, to check out all the payment options and all the things that you need to know. I have added a very simple um, um, payment option spread over eight months for you guys who have been financially affected by the coronavirus. And um, if you have any questions at all about the training, simply message me on Facebook or Instagram. I'm My Dawning Light on Facebook or Instagram. You can also send me a voice message on Anchor if you're listening to this uh, podcast on Anchor. Or you can email me at Celine at MyDawningLight.com. And Celine is spelled C-E-L-I-N-E, Celine at MyDawningLight.com. Now, let's get started with today's self-love episode, you guys. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. All right, beautiful people. Good morning, good morning, good morning. You, t- you are tuned to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay, and you are listening to a program called Your Time to Shine, All Things Self-Love. And I am your host, Celine Harlow. And for the past four years, I have been training women from all over the world to help them find self-love. Yay, self-love. And also the courage to really own their gifts, own their skills, start their business if that's something that they want, experience more of life in just a few short weeks. 
So if that's something that you're interested in, um, yeah, welcome to the show, then listen on. All right. So today I want to talk to you about self-love. But before I start to talk about self-love, I just wanted to quickly share with you that uh, before I came to the studio this morning, um, I had just, you know, packed my car and I was just getting myself ready to record this show. And uh, somebody knocked on the, on the window of my car and I opened the window and, um, and a lady who was standing beside me me was asking me to park my to repark my car because somehow I was disturbing her own plans to park her car and um you know, it's something that is absolutely fine. I would have been happy to do this, but she did so. She um, placed her request in a very, very rude way. She was so angry at me and she made me feel like um, I had consciously ruined her day and was responsible for everything that had happened in her life though. Anyway, I just wanted to share that with you and you know what? I think this is an invitation for us at this, you know, time where, you know, everything seems to be going really crazy in the world. This is really an invitation for us to actually take a step back and really be kind to each other, be kind to ourselves and really go back to the basics of self-love, which is, you know, nourish your body, take care of your mind, um, start a self-love practice and be kind to yourself, be kind to each other. So, um, yeah, she definitely triggered me and I have some work to do around that, but let's not just delve on dwell on that dwell on that delve on that oh talk about that any longer and let's just dive into our topic for today which is the three stages of self-love i'm super excited to talk about this with you guys today Okay, so when people think about self-love and they don't really have a self-love practice just yet, they mostly think about, you know, having a nice hot uh, bath at the end of the day or having a glass of wine when the kids are in bed or, you know, going on holiday at the beach or um, having an extra slice of chocolate cake. And, you know, people think that that is self-love. And I want to tell you guys that that is just the tip of the iceberg that is self-love. This is where my metaphor ends really. But I want to talk to you guys about the rest of the iceberg today. So if you imagine that this is um, fluffy blanket, chocolate and bath, um, this is the rest and <laughs> what we're going to talk about today. Um, so, okay, let's just do it. So there are three main stages of self-love. The first stage is self-acceptance. I know it's not as glamorous as having a nice uh, bubble bath, (laughs) but we still need to talk about it. (laughs) So what does self-acceptance mean? Self-acceptance means that you are consciously aware of two main things. So first thing, you know who you are and you're okay with that. So there are parts of you that you like. There are parts of you that you love, like um, the way your, um, your I don't know, the, the shape of your mouth, the shape of your nose, the color of your eyes, the shape of your ears, or, you know, how good you look in that dress, or, I don't know, this is very superficial, or, you know, how compassionate you are with people who um, struggle with something and how, you know, or uh, how much you love making dinner for your family and your friends or blah, 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 blah. There are things about you that you love. And those are the the easy parts of you, (laughs) the parts of you that are really easy to love. And then there are other parts of you that sometimes we just tend to push away or bury deep deep beneath the surface in hopes that they will never resurface again. (laughs) So those are the parts of you that are, you know, jealous, that are resentful, that are angry, that are sad, that are deeply, deeply, deeply lonely, that are grieving. Those are parts of you that are parts of you and that as such deserve to be loved and accepted and acknowledged as well. 
So I know this is not a very glamorous topic, but just, um, yeah, uh, let's just keep going through it. This is really important. I'm excited to share this with you. Um, so really, um, what I want to share with you is, is that, you know, it's not by burying these parts of you that you're going to be able to heal them. Sometimes, you know, things happen to us and they're so shocking. They're so traumatizing that we don't really know how to heal them. And so we just push them beneath. We just push them away. We just try to ignore them as long as possible because, you know, we need to have breakfast and have enough water and water the garden. And we need to talk to our mom and we just need to go about our day-to-day life. But these things are still there waiting for you to actually take the time to heal them. And really the practice of self-love is to be able to look at all the parts of you, the beautiful parts and the not-so-beautiful parts, and be able to say, I love you, and really mean it. So, um, yeah, that is the first uh, first step. <laughs> and now the second step, obviously is to really acknowledge where your art, where, sorry, let me say, let me say that, let me say that again, is to really be able to acknowledge where you are at in your life, I made this, I said it correctly, and to be okay with it as well. So if you ask yourself, okay, where am I, where am I in my life right now? How am I doing in my marriage? How am I doing at work? How am I doing in my relationship with my parents? How am I doing in my, uh, with my relationship with myself? And this is, you know, when you ask yourself this question, this is really an opportunity for you to take a step back and really observe what you have been doing in your life and to make any necessary changes if, ne- if, if necessary, if needed. But this is your opportunity to really be honest with yourself about where you're at. Sometimes I find, I do it actually with my finances sometimes. I just lie to myself about where I'm at with my finances. And then, you know, I just kind of let it fester a little bit. (laughs) And then, you know, when it's a little too late, actually, I kind of realize, oh my God, this has been going on for a while and I haven't been honest with myself. So how can I do things differently? And, you know, from a Theta Healing perspective, you have created every single aspect of your life. So you have created how your job goes, how you behave in your marriage, how your partner responds to you. You have created every single aspect of your life as a result of your experiences and also as a result of your belief systems. And so if you can understand what is going on in your life and really be honest about this, then you'll be able to open a door into you, into your mind, I suppose you could say, into your belief systems, into your memories, and really be able to, um, I, I guess, accept where you're at in your life without necessarily trying to change it straight away. But we'll talk a, bit, a little bit more about that in the second stage. And really what I wanted to mention before we get, we dive into the second stage is that there's a lot of difference between wanting to change your life from a place of pressure because it makes you feel really sad. It makes you feel uncomfortable. You don't really like how much money you're making. You don't like how you feel. Um, I don't know when you're with your partner or you don't really like when he says that to you and it makes you uncomfortable. You just want to feel as joyful and happy as you possibly can straight away as soon as possible. And you know, this is wanting to change from a place of pressure, from a place of resistance and wanting to change from a place of deep acceptance and self-love where you really are able to acknowledge where you're at in your life and from that space change it. Do you understand the difference? Can you feel the difference? This is, you know, when you're really able to find self-acceptance, this is really where your deep inner work is going to be powerful and efficient. So it's actually something that has taken me years to understand. So I'm excited to share this lesson with you uh, in hope that um, it will take you years to understand. (laughs) All right, stage two. 
So the second stage is inner work, doing your inner work. I know, I know, <laughs> doing your inner work. So this is actually a very delicious stage. Um, and this is something that I love, love, love diving into for myself and to help my clients go through as well. So this is the, ta- the stage um, in which you really get to really look at your stuff, <laughs> look at your um, S word, but I will not say that. This is a public radio, guys. This is where you really get to look at your limiting beliefs, look at that awkward uh, memory from your childhood, and look at, I don't know, the way you speak to your mom when you feel, um, I don't know, lonely, I don't know, whatever. And this is where you really get to look at all of this stuff and uh, understand why it's there, heal it, integrate it, acknowledge the lessons, and then move forward. How cool is that? You get to move forward when you do your inner work. Absolutely. So now doing your inner work can really look like different things for different people. So for me, um, from from the very beginning, it's been really looking at what really hurts me or triggers me or makes me angry and really understanding uh, why it's making me so angry, why it's making me feel so frustrated. It could be that it um, makes me think of something else that, hap- that has happened to me years and years ago and that was really painful for me to, to deal with. And it makes me, I don't know, uh, feel like a child again or something, whatever. And this is where we can dive into into that whole belief system and really I can understand how it's keeping me safe, what I need to learn from it and how I can move forward, forward from it. This is very exciting. But now for other people, it's not necessarily, you know, doing a theta healing session on yourself. It can also look like journaling. A lot of people are really obsessed with journaling at the moment. Um, it could look like meditating. It could look like um, doing yoga. I have a friend who swears um, by yoga and doing your yoga as a form of self-development. Um, it can also look like going to um, self-development workshops or retreats. It could look like sitting in silence for a few hours or a few days. It is incredibly powerful, by the way. I would definitely recommend this to you. It could look like anything that makes you aware of who you are. And that gives you the space and the energy to heal it. So um, there are different modalities, healing modalities out there. And if you are in a self-development industry or if you are starting to you know, want, want to work on yourself and, to, and you have this desire to be happier and healthier and you're looking at all these modalities, it can be really confusing. And, you know, you have like, I don't know, Reiki and you have Theta Healing and you have um, Access Consciousness Bars and you have different types of massage and you have um, different types of uh, meditation. You have yoga and then within yoga, you have all kinds of different types of yoga as well. You have Kriya Yoga, you have uh, Yin Yoga, you have Kundalini Yoga, you have Ashtanga Yoga. And it can be really confusing to find the right modality for you. So my advice if you really want to work with a practitioner or a healer or a coach or a, a counselor, whatever, if you really want to have um, external help as you move through your things, through your stuff, is to really find the practitioner and the modality that most most resonates with you. Um, you know, I have had clients who have come to me and said, well, I have tried so many different things, Celine, and I'm just not sure that you are going to help at all. And I just tell them about what I'm going to do with them if they choose to work with me, of course. And, you know, the process and um, the results that my clients usually experience and what I have found, um, you know, uh, since I have started to uh, practice today healing on myself and blah, 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 blah. And, and sometimes, you know, I have these clients that just take a leap of faith and get, I guess, are attracted to my energy or how I am or how I be- behave, um, who I am and how I behave in the world. 
and book a session with me. And then at the end of the session, they can, um, I have often heard this, you know, I have looked for you for years and I'm so, so grateful that I have finally found you and that we can finally, uh, yeah, work together and so that I can finally move forward in my life. Obviously, they don't need me to move forward in their lives, but having somebody who um, knows what they're doing <laughs> and has gone through it themselves is actually incredibly helpful. Okay, so let's just um, close that um um, bracket and um, move back to our topic, which is the three stages of self-love. Okay. Um, I guess what I really, my next point is that there is a lot of power in being able to look at yourself with truth. Um, and I want to share an experience that I had um, a couple of years ago. And I was doing an, um, um, a seminar, a workshop called Intuitive Anatomy. And it is taught within the, the Theta Healing Technique. And it is a three-week workshop, quite intensive. And um, and we were doing a lot of swaps, you know, between the students uh, as um, during the course. And during one of the swaps, I was uh, the client and my uh, buddy was the practitioner. So I was receiving a session. And I saw a glimpse of a memory and it was a, like a three second memory and I could replay it over and over again. It was very blurry and there was no sound. And I, and that was the only thing that I could remember about what had happened that day. And it had been so traumatic, so traumatic that I had, you know, buried the rest of the, mem the memory, the worst of the memory, I should say, and really kept those three seconds, um, I suppose, as a way for me to heal from it. Oh, I'm so smart. <laughs> But anyway, and I realized that this was something that had made me suffer, that I had been struggling with for years, and it took me um, a, a few more days to be able to deal with it, and it was so confrontational. I cried so much during that time because it really revealed a part of me that I did not want to acknowledge. This is not something about me that I wanted to acknowledge, but it was only when I was able to heal, to really acknowledge what had happened to integrate what I had learned from it, that I was able to move forward. So if you're struggling with something that's really heavy, I feel you, I understand you. I'm so sorry that you had to go through this. But um, yeah, when you're ready, give yourself the chance to heal from it and um, and look at the reasons why it happened. And I'm happy to help, help you go through this as well if you need my help. Okay, Oof, that was a heavy topic. Let's just move, um, let's just move on. Okay. I also wanted to share something, something else with you. So when you're truly healed from something, this is what I have found. This is my perspective on this. Um, there'll be room for discussion, obviously. But when you're truly healed from something, then there's no need for you to mention it anymore. I have, I'm saying that because I, I talk to a lot of people who define themselves by all the struggles and the difficulties and the challenges that have happened in their lives. Now, you know, I can come across as a happy, bubbly person, like nothing ever bad has happened to me. This is not the case. Um, and, and really, but, you know, if I came to you and just introduced myself and talked about all the challenges that I've had to overcome in my life, um, it just wouldn't be really a positive conversation. I don't want to share this with you because I have done my inner work. I have, underst I have understood why this needed to happen in my life, what I have learned from it, and now I'm truly free from it. So, um, this is my, this is my, um, I guess some, somebody needs to, to hear this. I don't often share this publicly, but somebody needs to hear this. So, um, you're welcome. <laughs> so my advice to you is really, 
if you can connect with that part of you that is eternal. So I often invite my clients to feel their heart, to feel the beat of their heart, and then to start to journey deep within their heart and find the light that is within their heart. This is why my business is called My Dawning Light, right? And to really find that light. For me, this is the part of us that is absolutely eternal, that is enlightened, that is wise, that is beautiful, that is compassionate, that is so incredibly eternal and um, enlightened. If you can connect with that part of you, then you'll be able to gain a different perspective on everything that has happened to you in your life. And you'll be able to integrate everything that has happened, as I said, uh, to you and for you, and you'll be able to grow with much more ease and grace. So yeah, let me just put it out there. Um, yeah. And if you have no idea how to do your inner work, um, I got you. I have a few tips for you. Um, you know what? The universe, God, um, your higher self, your soul, whatever you want to call it, is, is constantly presenting you with opportunities to heal, constantly presenting you with opportunities for you to heal. So, for example, when you're on the highway and somebody, uh, I don't know, um, uh, cuts you, and cuts in front of you, you know, does a fishtail thingy. I don't know how to say this in English. I'm sorry, but does something that is, um, you know, um, really dangerous for both of you and, and potentially a more, lot more people involved. Or, you know, that um, snarky comment that a colleague uh, just um, kind of, you know, mentioned in passing or um, I don't know. Anything that has happened or that ha that is happening to you and that is making you feel uncomfortable or afraid or angry, those are all opportunities that the universe or God, whatever, is presenting you um, so that you can heal and move forward in your life. So take those opportunities. And um, I wanted to share with you my uh, process on dealing with my triggers. So for me, the first stage is acknowledging the trigger. So acknowledging that something uncomfortable has happened and I can give myself the space and the time to deal with it. And then don't tell the person who has triggered you. So don't, you know, beep crazily at the, the driver in front of you. They know they're doing something naughty <laughs> and they know that they're being rude. <laughs> but, you know, actually just keeping this within yourself and asking yourself the following questions. So what is this trigger telling me that I don't like that is making me uncomfortable? What side of me is it revealing? Is it connecting me with something that has happened to me years ago? Um, how is it making me feel? How do I feel right now? And then once you understand, start to understand the belief system that is supporting the trigger, then you can really choose to tell yourself a new story. And you can choose to tell yourself, well, actually, I can be safe on the road. I can, I am worthy. I, I can feel peaceful. I choose to feel worthy. I choose to feel connected. I choose to feel loved. No matter what, no matter what is going on um, around me. And obviously keep yourself safe on the road and uh, keep a safe distance uh, <laughs> between the car in front of you and behind you. Okay, so that was the second stage and um, doing your inner work. And now we're stepping into the most incredible and exciting stage, third stage, which is um, stepping into magnetism. So I wanted to share with you how I actually uh, discovered about, magne about magnetism. So I was working at a festival a few months ago called Resolution NYE, and I was offering Reiki and Theta healing sessions to my clients there. And I randomly went to a workshop called Feminine Magnetism, which sounds really good, right? And so I went there... And normally, you know, I kind of think, well, actually, 
um, I already know everything that you're sharing and I can just um, maybe, um, I don't know, step out of the workshop and do something more productive with my time. But actually that lady who was um, holding space for us and who had organized all these activities and who was, you know, talking and sharing her knowledge with us, she had this most incredible, incredible presence about her. All the eyes on the room were fixed on her for the whole two or three hours of the workshop. It was incredible. And that's when I realized that I had been spending a lot of time doing my inner work and um, finding self-acceptance of stage one and stage two, and that it was finally time for me to step into stage three, which is, you know, being magnetic to your desires, which is a very exciting stage, obviously. <laughs> and it was really time for me to reap the rewards of my work. I had been doing a lot of inner work, a lot of, um, yeah, I had been really working on myself quite hard, and it was time for me to, to really um, reap the, the fruits, the rewards of my work. So this is the, the stage, sorry, where you really realize that you are worthy of all that you desire. This is the stage where you get to really reframe your life, get to reframe uh, what gets to happen to you and for you. This is where you get to acknowledge where you want to go in your life and really go after it. After it. Because you have done your inner work, you know that it's possible for you to uh, live, the, live the life of your dreams, you know that you're worthy of it, you know that you're going to be supported in your work by uh, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, your soul you know that you're you just know that everything is possible for you and it's a very exciting stage and suddenly you know life becomes a game and you get to write the rules so this is the stage where I'm kind of playing at at the moment and it's very 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 exciting so I suppose I'll give you um, a quick example of how um, I became magnetic to something new in my life. So um, I have been uh, living in New Zealand for the past three, four years now. And uh, when I first moved in New Zealand to New Zealand, um, it was really my first uh, experience driving on the left-hand side of the road. I'm French originally, and driving on the left-hand side of the road was really scary for me. And so I started to drive eventually after my husband told me that he couldn't keep driving me all the time to wherever I needed to go. <laughs> and I started to drive. Um, and I realized that there was a lot of, there was a lot of like, um, it happened to me. Oh, how can I say this? Let me rephrase this. Um, uh, quite often when I would drive, I would uh, find a car like really stuck up my butt and not keeping a safe distance between me and them, even though I was going at the speed limit and I was driving safely, obviously. And they were just like really stuck up my butt. And I was really, um, I was really getting triggered by this. <laughs> I was really getting triggered by this. And so one day I got really sick of it. And um, I just made this prayer to the universe. So I set an intention, however you want to call it. And I said, okay, universe or God, whatever. Um, from now on, I want to have, whenever I'm driving in my car, I want to have a really safe distance between the, me and the car in front of me and me and the car behind me. And this is what has happened to me whenever I drive um, since I made that prayer or set an intention. So it's very exciting. This is how I really got to rewrite the rules of how things get to happen for me. And I feel incredibly safe and on the road. I'm obviously a very safe and good driver. Um, but um, yeah, this is how I got to rewrite the rules for myself. 
Okay. Oh, so that was the third stages, the three, sorry, the three stages of self-love. And obviously, you know, you are constantly, um, moving through the three stages. You're constantly, you know, finding more ways to accept yourself. You constantly, um, are presented, you are constantly presented with more opportunities to do your inner work. And you're also constantly rewriting how life gets to happen to you and for you. So you're obviously always in the third, first, uh, in the three stages at all at the same time. But it's often a, a, a stage that you're going to be, um, I guess there's always going to be a stage that you focus on the most. That's what I wanted to say. The words weren't coming to me. So, all right. That was a very exciting, um, exciting recording. <laughs> so before I finish, I just wanted to invite you. Um, if you want to get to know more about self-love and the work that I do, then you're welcome to come to my website, mydawninglight.com. And you can simply sign up to my free self-love course and, uh, yeah, just get to know more about self-love and how self-love can really help you, um, to make the most out of life for you. And, um, yeah, for the rest of you, I just wanted to really thank you for sharing your time and your energy with me. I really appreciate that you're joining me week after week and that we get to talk about self-love together. This is something that I'm incredibly passionate about and I'm so, so excited that I get to share this knowledge with you. And yeah, if you have any questions or comments, then feel free to um, to share them with me. I am My Dawning Light on Facebook and Instagram. And yeah, I'll speak to you um, same place, same time. <laughs> I'll speak to you soon. Bye. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. the rest possible. of you, I just wanted to really thank you for sharing your time and your energy with me. I really appreciate that you're joining me week after week and that we get to talk about self-love together. This is something that I'm incredibly passionate about and I'm so, so excited that I get to share this knowledge with you. And yeah, if you have any questions or comments, then feel free to um, to share them with me. I am My Dawning Light on Facebook and Instagram. And yeah, I'll speak to you um, same place, same time. <laughs> I'll speak to you soon. Bye. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.